Hey, everybody, this is a preview of today's members episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button, and become a member today. Merkel Media. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long, bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave, and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand, and he's running really fast, and spears... Dan holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blow this head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touched air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Yep. yep. Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to the Confessionals Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Merkel. Thanks for being here. If you have a crazy, wild experience you want to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is contact at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's contact at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the contact section and you can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me, just get a hold of me. If you get a hold of me and you send me your story, you never know. Maybe your story will be a film one day underneath Merkel Media because... That's what we do these days. So go ahead and shoot me that email. Also, friends, I got to tell you, I appreciate every single one of you that are members. You guys are plugging in, listening to this stuff. We get your emails and comments, and we've been talking about it. And I just wanted to show love to you guys. Thanks for being here as members. It's greatly appreciated. We love you, and we know you love us because that's why you're here. All right, today we got Kevin on the show. And Kevin contacted us a little while ago. And he wanted to share with us about his experiences, ranging from, hey, listen, I'm just going to jump right to it here. Uh, He wants to talk to us about an experience that he had with mushroom people. And I'm like, this is different. And I dig it. And so um, he has other experiences as well that kind of happened beforehand and even after. So uh, we're going to let Kevin kind of just run through his experiences in chronological order. We're going to have a great conversation. So without further ado, Kevin, how are you? I am fantastic. Um, Every day I draw breath is a good day. You know what I mean? Oh, I hear that, man. Thanks for the inspiring message right off the jump. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's how I live my life, man. Uh, Always in the light. (laughs) That's right, man. I dig it. You contact us about all these different experiences you've had. And uh, it kind of, I think from what the way I read in the email, it really kind of circles around the idea that you part of your counseling from the childhood trauma is that you had regression hypnosis and details were uncovered. 
Uh, I find it very interesting and I certainly have questions off the bat, but I just want to start having you share. So uh, feel free to start us off in the beginning, whether you want to cover childhood trauma and what that was about, or if you want to skip that and just leave it at childhood trauma, that's fine with me too. So uh, take it away, my friend. All right, man. So uh, very first thing I've ever uh, experienced was a sh- actual sh- shadow people. So uh, we were living in um, Vermont um lancaster to be exact it's like a mountainous area we were living in a trailer and i remember my sister saying that she saw a witch outside her window right and i was just like oh man this this girl's crazy she don't know what she's talking about my sister oh my sister remembers this too we were like five and four and um my sister goes it was right after we watched ghostbusters i believe it was ghostbusters 2 which there is a a, a witch entity in that in ghostbusters 2 um so she kind of like feels like maybe she's just like thinking of it in that way but um i remember walking to uh my bedroom and there's like it was a double uh window because it was bedtime and my dad was in her room trying to console her make her feel better and i just see these two figures go right by my window and they were like flying and the way that i describe it is like like because she said it was a witch and so i just like it looked like because the uh trailer is raised up on like this foundation so like if a, if a regular person is just walking by we wouldn't i wouldn't be able to see them through the window um so i just i think i like to think of it as like just two witches flying by on their broom just like you know um but yeah they were they were like i could it was pitch black i couldn't see anything and then i just see these figures and they they were darker than than the darkness so that was my very first ever um kind of experience nothing really happened after that i just was scared went to the living room my dad's like hey go to bed and i was like oh okay um so shortly after that we end up moving in with my grandparents my uh parents ended up divorcing I was like uh, eight years old um, and I started seeing shadow figures in the basement. Now they never did anything. And I always, every time I had to go to the basement, I would always sing and be like, Oh, if I'm singing, they're not going to touch me. Um, Also my older brother had his bedroom in the basement and um, the video game Nintendo 64 was in his bedroom. So like I had to go in the basement and and see these shadow figures because I had to play video games. Um, but nine years old, so the childhood trauma and stuff deals a lot. It's a lot with my mother. Um, I had nine years old. I had tried to, um, take my own life. Um, and, um, the, so I do my own podcast and I talk about mental health a lot and, I used to cry every time I would bring this subject up and now it's gotten so much easier to talk about. And I'm, I'm really big on mental health, but, um, it was like two weeks right after I, um, attempted this and I was sitting on the swing set in, uh, my grandparents' backyard and I just see something out of the corner of my eye and I turn my head and there's this old guy sitting on the swing next to me, but he's see-through like, and he, I couldn't tell his, what his face looked like. It was all distorted, but I could tell that he was an old man. And the weirdest thing about 
about him was that he had something stringy in his hand. So, and I associate it with either he was like um, crocheting or knitting, like he had like a bunch of yarn, or he was eating a bowl of noodles. Either way, it was whatever it was, it was stringy. And I just stared at him and he goes, be patient. And I was like, about what? And he's like, you'll know. And then I looked down at the ground and I was like in that state of paralysis, which I've never really experienced paralysis outside of being in bed. Um, and I just like got really familiar with a couple of rocks that were sitting right there on the ground. So like I knew exactly what these rocks looked like and how they were shaped. And it felt like probably it felt like forever, but it was probably only like a minute or two uh, before I I was able to like muster up the courage to uh, look over and he was gone. Um, now, so I, the be patient thing, I just think um, I, I want to associate it with uh, being like, that was a positive experience. And because of what I had just tried to do to myself two weeks prior, um, I feel like he was just letting me know that things are going to get better. Um. So, and I, I feel like now in my thirties, I do feel like they, they have gotten better at this point. Um, and then right, probably just a couple months after that, this is the, this is the wild part. My sister remembers a lot of this too. Um, and I was trying, so I was trying to remember something. I knew there was some, something had happened and I was trying to remember it. I'm not going to probably I'm not going to talk about what I was trying to remember, but can I ask you a question before we move off this, uh, this guy that you saw? Yeah. Yeah. So, so do you, when you look back on it, do you look at it as, because obviously, obviously it's a positive experience. I mean, it was a very dark time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what was going on, but for anybody who's a nine-year-old and not even thinking about it or talking about it, but falling through and trying to commit suicide, it's obviously there's things going on. Uh, and so you have that experience with the old man. How, how do you view that experience as far as what he or it was? Do you, do you, was he recognizable? Did you look at it as like a family member of the past or was it maybe like an angelic encounter? How, how do you kind of frame it in your head? So I think it could, it may very well had either been one of two things, either the angelic encounter or like an ancestor of some kind. Um, but all, all, all I, I couldn't recognize him. I didn't recognize his voice. Um, I just, I could tell he was old and I, I don't remember how I could tell that he was old, but I just, I knew he was an old gentleman and, um, his face was all messed up. So I, I just, I don't know. And he and he was it was he was see through. He's, it was it was like a almost like a movie um, when you see ghosts. Like they you can just see right through them, um, which is weird in itself. And I've never experienced another encounter uh, encounter like that in any way, shape, or form. So um, yeah, I think it it it's some something or someone was watching over me and wanted me to know things were going to get better. But at the time being that young and stuff, I just thought like, 
oh, well, if I, if I'm patient, maybe I'll get like candy or something like that. Like mm. if I practice patience. And so like, I, I, I would do that. And a lot of times, um, nothing, nothing really would come from it. And then, um, I spent a lot of, uh, a lot of my younger years being angry. So I just, I don't know. Um, I do. I, I think it was meant as, I think it, it, it was, yeah, it was either angelic or, or an ancestor of some kind. When you say his face was messed up, do you mean like it was messed up as in it was just wasn't clear to see or was it mangled or what? Yeah, it was like, um, it was like a wisp. It was, there's like no facial features and it, it, it like made like a wisp, like looking like design on his face kind of thing. Interesting. I don't know. It's like a weird, weird to de- describe. Um, I don't know. It's like it was wavy, but there was no face there. So I, I say distorted, like there was facial features, but there was like no facial features at all. And so you have this experience. I'm assuming you probably didn't tell anybody about it because, I mean, my sister is the only one that knew. Okay, and it, well, that's interesting because she's the one who saw the entity before and telling your dad and then you saw the entity go by the window but by the way did you yeah. ever tell your dad what you saw to confirm what your sister saw i've never told my dad no okay i i, I figured <laughs> you, you would have said so but uh yeah i mean did you i'm assuming you told your sister uh yes yeah me and my sister me and my sister have had uh long discussions about these stuff this stuff our entire lives okay yeah so because she's experienced some 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 things as well so yeah, I mean it's it's good that you at least had somebody to talk to. Now, uh, the this man is this something that was pulled out of memory from the hypnosis, or is this a memory no. you had beforehand? This is a memory I've 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 had my entire life. Okay, gotcha. So and so, this, is this something that did you? And I'm curious because. Um, not that I'm a counselor or a therapist, but uh, <laughs> I often get treated like one sometimes, and I feel nauseous. Yeah. I feel I feel very nervous about it in the moment. Uh, but um, I'm curious the this experience. One, ha- did you did you share it with your therapist or counselor, and did they have a reaction to that? The attempt or the uh, not the attempt. Figure. No, the 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 person that you saw in the swing next to you. No. Okay. I always felt like I, w- I was crazy, but my um, telling my sister, I think, was good enough for me in that aspect. Gotcha. Yeah, because it doesn't seem like it was something that was super impactful as far as like a life-changing moment. Because, I mean, you thought, be patient for candy. So uh, Yeah, right. But, but maybe it, it played a role in the sense of distraction and uh, allowing you to have a break. I mean, nine years old, that's... That's terrifying. When my son's going to be turning six here soon, that'd be three years from now. It's just, I can't imagine. So um, this was a preview of today's member episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button and become a member today.